I urge you to look at some of the directions. You can look at this as slices of the wheel. You can look at it at just general areas of your life, right? Like your social life, your personal life, your intimate life, your work life, areas where you haven't tested yourself. You haven't pushed yourself in a while. And I would look at look for something, one thing you can do. Don't, don't overdo it. Look for one thing you can do that will extend the effort you normally end up having to put into that slice of your life. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? We've talked about this in the past in some ways, but there's this pull for a lot of us between staying in the status quo, not rocking the boat, not pushing ourselves and taking risks. If your experience is anything like my experience or the experience of hundreds and hundreds of other people that I work with by now, coming from I'll call it a dysfunctional life, a life that is not working out the way we want it to. And we engage in behaviors and relationships and things like that that don't make us feel good. When we get things to settle, when they calm down for a little bit, there's a real drive to just stay put and not change anything. Because there's a real fear of what happens if we push again, if we take a risk again, if we test ourselves again in many, many ways, not around drinking and drugging specifically, but in many ways, what if shit gets fucked up again? I get it. And I think, by the way, that's a very healthy thing to do for a little while. But I think that keeping ourselves in that mindset can cause real problems long-term. And the reason is simple. We've talked about this before. I really, really firmly believe we never actually stand still. We're either moving forward or we're sliding back. And so what sometimes feels like I'm not doing anything and I'm not moving and I'm just going to kind of sit here and enjoy the quiet for a minute. Oftentimes stops doing the progress, stops us from doing the work that it requires to keep, I don't want to even say make things better, but continue looking inward, being introspective, checking ourselves, assessing what's happening around us, right? Because a big part of staying still is keeping everything as it is. And humans are really adaptable animals. So, you know, that story I just told about going to a job, my job, like my rehab, my business, my partnerships, people I decided I wanted to work with. I didn't realize that it had gotten that stressful. I'd been running it for like four years and I hadn't paused and looked at it enough to go, oh my gosh, this is kind of collapsing around me. I'm feeling the stress and I'm feeling the anxiety, but I got so used to it. I, I ended up thinking it was normal and having to numb. And when we're not constantly pushing ourselves, we don't get to test where things are working and where they're not. And a lot of people, a lot of people in coupleships, a lot of people in different jobs around health, our own wellness, so sleep, weight, exercise, things like that. So many of us have gotten used to living a certain way, even if we're not satisfied or happy in that state, because of the fear of what happens if I try something? What happens if I try 
and it doesn't work? What if it happens if I try and things get worse? What happens if I try and I embarrass myself? All those kinds of individual internal fears keep us from pushing. And now the reason this came up for me was Sophie and I just went on a, um, I'll call it a camping trip, but um, we were gone for five days, almost completely off the grid. And it pushed our edges in a lot of ways. And throughout, I remember like the first day we're on these bikes in the middle of nowhere in the desert. It's really, really hot. And um, Sophie had enough. Sophie's a very jovial person a lot of the time, but then she ran out. She was done with being jovial. She wasn't nice anymore. The old version of me would um, would think that I would want to stay as far away from a situation that would bring that up in my life as possible. What's up, everybody? So glad that you've tuned in here today. You know, we bring you these recovery episodes to help anyone who's struggling with addiction or habits that don't serve them break free of the cycle using the latest research and the most effective strategies that I've found over my years of doing this and thousands of people I've helped. Obviously, we offer this free resource to you because I know that getting help is hard and I want to make it as easy as possible. So even if you never join our online hero program or come to our retreats or come and work with me individually, I want you to at least have access to the same powerful tools that have changed thousands of lives. If you like this and think it's useful, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or just wherever you're listening to this right now. It really helps get the word out about this free resource, which is important since my goal is to help over a million people. So thanks a lot for being part of the Ignited community. Now let's get you back to the help. This version of me in relationships, I want to know where those edges are. Because I want to know what takes my wife to that place so that I can know how to respond differently and show up differently in our everyday life to try to get her to not end up there. So for instance, in this situation, it was being uh, sleep deprived and, and being too hot. My wife does not do really, really well with major temperature changes. It's kind of funny. Like she likes to be comfortable. The moment she's not comfortable, she loses a little bit, but we're pretty comfortable on a day-to-day basis. So she doesn't get pushed that way. So it was really good for me to see that. I was then also able to step in and take care of her for a few hours until she could go to sleep. But a lot came up for me. I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I wouldn't consider myself codependent per se. But initially, when she was having a really, really bad day, what do you think was coming up for me? All this self-judgment. What's wrong with our relationship? Why is she not happy? I'm here. Does that mean I'm not making her happy? All this stuff starts swirling around in my head. And it's good for me to recognize that as my wife's mood changes, I all of a sudden start taking things personally that have nothing to do with me because that's the work that I still have to stay on. But if we were hanging out at home over the long weekend, barbecuing, hanging out with the kids and doing what we do every single day, I wouldn't get that insight, not about her and not about myself because we'd be in our normal everyday kind of situation. And so when I work with couples, a lot of people ask me when I switch to this place, but I say this all the time. I now welcome friction, discomfort, and, you know, I'll call it low-grade conflict. I don't like screaming fights when things blow up. And that happens very rarely for us now. But I want to know where the friction is because that's how I'm going to learn how to make things better. When everything is running really, really smoothly all the time and nobody's kind of, nothing is coming up, I know we're in that place where we're kind of maintaining a status quo. And while that can feel really comfortable for a little while, something's going to come up and I better be ready for it. So, um, Again, that came up for us a whole bunch of times this weekend because, you know, you spent six days with somebody in an RV, literally like going to the bathroom right there and then eating right there and then walking out and going on a bike ride, going back to the 
10 by 13 foot spot that you have, a lot comes up. We learned a ton. So we came back home and we're so much more connected. We're so much happier, uh, maybe partially because we're not in the middle of the desert in RV anymore also, but uh, but we learned a ton. It was really, really amazing and useful. So I, I welcome those of you, I'll say it like this. Those of you who feel like this resonates and you've been, I'll call it stuck, or you've been in a plateau for a while, I urge you to look at some of the directions. You can look at this as slices of the wheel. You can look at it at just general areas of your life, right? Like your social life, your personal life, your intimate life, your work life. Um, areas where you haven't tested yourself. You haven't pushed yourself in a while. And I would look at look for something, one thing you can do. Don't, don't overdo it. Look for one thing you can do that will extend the effort you normally end up having to put into that slice of your life. I can almost guarantee with 100% certainty you do that. You don't need to do it multiple times. Do it once or twice. Stuff's going to come up for you. Write it down. That's your next, that's the next area in your life you can put some focus on and it'll, it'll bring joy. It'll bring fulfillment. It'll take you to the next level over and over and over. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.